1: Hello and welcome to episode 504 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Applebaum. Happy Thirsty Thursday, everyone. What is going on? Another big day in the arena, guys. Uh, looking at back at last night, uh, not what we want any college hoops. College hoops really sank us a little bit. Five and nine. Looking at some of these plays, uh, we got Tulane, Seattle. We got George Mason, Charlotte, South Carolina. But a bunch of these did not come through uh, in particular. UCF uh, had them plus four. They lose by five. Ugh, you hate that. And then Oklahoma State. Another tough one there on the money line. Our, uh one of my favorite systems: unranked home favorite versus ranked opponent. And if you guys watched that game, there was a turnover where uh, the opposing team actually stepped on the sidelines. Oklahoma State got it back, and then they went in and they they called a goal ten, an offensive goal ten uh, that would have given them the lead. And then of course they blow it there late. Uh, so a couple of those are uh, really annoying there. Davidson made it close, but ended up uh, getting blown out there, uh, or not blown out, but um, couldn't call, couldn't claw there all the all the way back. Uh, And then also uh, Mercer, let's see, West Virginia, uh, LaSalle. LaSalle, I thought, had a good shot there against UMass, came up short. And then Creighton, I did not see that coming. They got blown out. So tough night in college hoops, guys. We're going to continue to grind. Uh, I'm probably going to lean a little less on some of these money lines, get more back into uh, our groove here uh, of some spreads, save ourselves a little bit on the juice here. Uh, But hockey, 3-1, 3-1, and, uh, and we got a nice uh, – couldn't get Washington, got Toronto, Calgary, and Colorado, and I had a really split allegiances there on that Colorado uh, against the Bruins game because uh, the Bruins would score, and I'd be happy, and then I'd be like, oh, that's not good. I'm on Colorado. So really tough loss for my bees because they had a 3-1 lead. They are looking good. Uh, but Colorado, man, you can't keep a good man down. This offense is unbelievable. So uh, nice 3-1 night in the NHL. And then is this the sign of a turnaround maybe in the NBA? 2-1 NBA. I'll take it. We got Memphis. Uh, On the money line, we got Phoenix in a buy-low spot. Portland got rolled there. But overall, guys, I'm looking for a bounce back day. 10 and 11 overall, minus 4.16 units. And that's really, uh, again, some of these minus numbers that, you know, 10 and 11, you feel like, oh, I should just be down a unit. But because we're laying some of these money line prices, we got to win at a higher rate in order to overcome the juice. So uh, I'm looking for a bounce back day. And I'm looking for a bit of a groove here in college basketball. Because college basketball, again, it was a rough start. Then we kind of found our footing, leaning away from totals, more on some of these money line spots. Now I think, as a better, you got to continue to evolve. So So I'm going to lean a little bit more uh, on these dogs. And I'll just tell you in particular, guys, um, a lot of these kind of conference games, uh, and I've been kind of falling in the trap of this, and I think if you lose bets, you, you try to learn from them. We got to lean more on these like conference dogs that are like maybe plus 3 where the where the public is all over the opponent laying the points on the road. It's those conference dog angles or just some classic reverse line move angles that I think we got to pay attention to or kind of apply that Arizona UCLA UCLA game from the other night where it was a contrarian dog conference at home. Again, conference dogs in college much like, you know, betting divisional dogs in the NFL or NBA, the built-in familiarity, uh the rivalry aspect really kind of benefits a team getting points there, but if we can get some of those inflation lines as well uh, where maybe you open plus two everybody's on the opponent get up to plus three Kind of like UCLA, we can buy along that plus three. So I'm excited for a big college basketball day, guys. We got a ton to get to. I got eight games in the NHL. We got some puck lines. We got some big numbers uh, that we can flip to a puck line and get a better spot. Uh, I got one in the NBA. There's only two games in general, but one that caught my eye. And then, of course, college hoops, 10 plays in college hoops. Uh, and again, leaning more on some of these conventional spreads uh, as well as some of these uh, low money line prices. So uh, a lot to get to here on a big thirsty Thursday in the arena. So reminder guys, as always, if you haven't done it yet, sign up for the visa newsletter, just go to visa.com slash newsletter. All you got to do is plug in your email and then every single morning you'll wake up, uh, to a, um, to a great breakdown to you get your brain thinking and churning and, uh, kind of, kind of thinking about betting each day. So, uh, every single day, again, put in your email and then you'll wake up to my market insights column, giving you sharp reports every day. You get Adam Burke's blurbs, Adam's, uh, been a huge, huge benefit uh, and a great resource and a good buddy of mine. But he's really helped us uh, to kind of, uh, you know, uh, increase our content here at VSIN. So, Adam's got uh, today a um, really good article on referees, which, again, talk refs, you know, you're right up my alley there. Uh, but then you get Greg Hoops Peterson, his daily uh, college basketball plays. You get Andy McNeil's daily NHL, JBT's daily NBA. You get promos for legal sports books. The uh, newsletter is just jam packed with great content, great insight. You get Dave Tooley, Matty Humans, uh, the whole crew there along with all the links to our city cast. So if you haven't done it yet, sign up, Beeson.com slash newsletter, and then you'll get it every single day for free. And then of course you want to take that next step in your sports betting journey. Uh, you're looking for accurate, reliable data and information and insight because uh, the goal, of the pro the goal of, uh, of us as betters, guys. Yeah. We want to win all our bets. We know that's not realistic, but we're grinding long-term and we're trying to learn from our, our mistakes uh, again, I think we all lose bets here and there, but if you can learn from them and make sure the next time around you see it, you don't let it kind of go over your head, identify different angles and just try to get 0.01% sharper every single day uh, with experience. And uh, again, with the with the Market Insights pod, our goal is to really eliminate our bias and look at the data, the line movement, historical betting systems, uh, betting percentages, uh, wanting to be against the public with the house. So all this stuff uh, is, uh, is, is pretty much what we look for at VEASAN. And if you want to take that next step, You can become an all access member Uh, for, we have a great promo right now. The big dance promo, only $69 covers you. Everything we offer at VEASAN now, until they cut down the nets there for March madness, but you'll get a uh, live stream of all the programming. So you can watch Lombardi line or, uh, you know, betting across America, me and Pritch or um, follow the money with Mitch and Pauly. You also get uh, every um, Points for Weekly magazine. We got a new one coming out today. Get ready tomorrow. We're going to bounce back with some biting in the arena with Gamble and Lou and Reed Coons breakdowns. Uh, you'll also get um, all of the afternoon Best Bet emails that you know Best Bet picks from guests and hosts. And, of course, you'll get all of our betting guides, everything behind the VEASAN.com paywall, stat splits, power ratings, low bets, higher dollars, percentages from BetMGM and DraftKings, all included there with the all-access membership. So if you're interested, VEASAN.com slash subscribe. We have a 10-day free trial. If you like it, you can go monthly. You can get the Big Dance promo. Uh, you can get an annual discount or cancel. Before the 10 days are up, you won't be charged. But I think you're going to enjoy it. If you're listening to this pod, Then you care about betting. You want to get better. And that's where uh, offering, uh, giving you everything we offer at Visa hopefully will give you a leg up here, guys. And then lastly, get on Twitter. I say it all the time, but it's important. Uh, Twitter is our live line, our lifeline, whatever you want to call it, live line or lifeline. Uh, you can tell where my brain is at thinking about live lines, but, um, it's going to let you stay plugged into a real time market and be the first to know about breaking news and information that could affect the line. Uh, and then of course, you know, the goal is to get this info first and then act on it before the sports books can adjust. So, uh, getting breaking news, breaking injuries, following local beat reporters in pro and college, following blue checkmark sportsbooks, creating a gambling community through direct messaging. Uh, really, really important here uh, because, of course, we know that it's not just, you know, who you pick, what side you got, it's what number you got and when you got down on your bet. Uh, so that's where Twitter really comes in. So uh, get on Twitter, follow at the Mothership, and you can follow me at Josh underscore insights. You can always DM me or shoot me an email, questions, comments, suggestions got to get referred to a new book you need an app to track your bets uh, whatever I can do to help that is my goal that's what I really take a lot of pride in hope helping you cash bets hopefully but uh, really you know giving you tips along the way things that I wish when I first started betting people kind of told me common mistakes to avoid such as uh, you know again avoiding parlays or uh, having too many bets you know I still so- sometimes fall into that as a volume better uh, but these little things can really make a difference especially if you're new to the game so uh, again that's um, you can uh, email me Josh at vcin.com. so let's start with nhl i like starting pods with nhl because nhl continues to consistently cash for us knock on wood nice three in one night last night uh the caps let us down but getting calgary colorado and toronto uh turned a profit there in hockey so let's go to today's lakes i think guys there's only one nba game we will have a quick update for the uh, conference championship games uh not not a ton is happening but a couple things i did notice so we'll kind of end the pod with that so, really, it's hockey in college basketball tonight. Uh, so, again, we're loving hockey, college hoops. It's, you know, up and down sometimes. Uh, but I want to start with the NHL because that has been uh, a really good spot for us uh, so far this season. So, first one on the board for me. I'm going to go Carolina Hurricanes, guys. I'm going Canes on the road. Uh, They're on the road at Ottawa. Uh, Notice the big steam move on Carolina. Uh, A lot of system matches here. Carolina opened as around a minus 190 road favorite. They've been steamed up to around minus 220, even minus 230 across the board. A couple things to like about this one. Uh, If you look at these big road favorites, 200 or more, 32-5, 86%, 24% 32 and 5, 86%, 24% ROI. Really a banger match here. Uh, as well as a favorite off a win, 246 and 117, 68%. So a couple matches there. I also get Carolina in this spot, 23-7 as a favorite, 14-5-1 on the road. They have the edge offensively, scoring 3.6 a game, uh, goals a game versus only 2.9 for Ottawa. Defensively, they have the edge. Frederick Anderson has been great, knock on wood, uh, but they're get only giving up 2.4 goals a game for Carolina versus 3.5 for Ottawa. Uh, and then also Ottawa uh, is only 12-22 as a dog, 6-10 at home. And this they're playing their fourth game in six days. So Carolina's rested, ready to go. Ottawa's kind of in that that tired spot. Ottawa also is down a bunch of guys, including Brown and ba- uh, Batherson, uh two of their best forwards here, both going to miss this game. Uh, so I like this edge toward Carolina. I'm on Carolina uh, laying around a minus 225. Next play for me, going the Islanders, guys. Give me the Isles. Isles are at home against the Kings. Saw a pretty sharp move to the Isles. Uh, they open around a minus 120 favorite. They've been steamed up to around minus uh, 130. And this would match our sound the alarm, woo, woo, our banger home favorite off a win versus opponent off a loss 97 and 31 76% this year 15% ROI you'd also match favorite off a win 68% home favorite 66% and a home favorite with a line move in their favor again the home favorite advantage not the crowd but the uh the coaches getting the last change at home being able to match up uh but also you want an indication of respected money flowing in their direction so home favorite favorite with a line move 178 and 74 71% uh, the Islanders playing well right now, seven and two their last nine. Remember, they started really bad. Uh, they didn't uh, have their arena yet, and they had COVID and injuries. But they're kind of catching their groove again. Uh, versus the Kings, who are one and four their last five. And the Islanders thirteen and seven as a favorite. Kings ten and seventeen as a dog. Give me the Islanders with a line move in their favor. I got. I'm on the Isles around minus one twenty five, minus one thirty now at this point. Next play for me, a big number. So let's flip, flip it and go puck line. I'm on the Tampa Bay Lightning puck line. Uh, Tampa Bay open. Uh, and again, the importance of getting these overnight numbers. They open around a minus 295 favorite at home against the Devils. They're up to minus 340. So that's the importance of if you're sweating hockey, getting these overnight numbers. Maybe that was a money line play for you at minus 290. It's kind of tough to lay a minus 340 at this point. So I went puck line Tampa Bay minus one and a half. The spread in hockey to win by two goals or more at minus 140 odds. So getting better at price here. Uh, hopefully we don't need a miracle empty net goal there to, to uh, give us the cover. Uh, let's just pour it on here to the Devils. But I like Tampa Bay in this spot. They're 25-11 and 11 as a favorite. They're 14-4-3 at home. Uh, and you look at Jersey, 8-19 as a dog, only 5-11-2 on the road. And this is also a good rest-first tired spot. Uh, Tampa Bay hasn't played since the 22nd. Jersey played the 25th. Uh, and you're looking at a lot of system matches here uh for uh for tampa bay these would all be money line matches around the puck line but this is another home favorite off a win opponent off a loss home favorites 200 or more 75 percent uh if they're off a win home favorites 200 or more they're 82 percent so a lot of matches here it's too high for the regular again juice isn't worth the squeeze on the regular minus 340 so i'm on the tampa bay puck line to win by two or more let's go bolts next play for me uh, I'm a little nervous because it's Spencer Knight in goal, uh, but I like Florida here, and there wasn't a huge adjustment uh, when you saw Spencer Knight uh, in with the uh, starting tonight for Florida over Bobrovsky, so I kind of like that. If this line tanked, then that would worry me a bit. But a lot of these books open around a minus-130 favorite uh, for Florida. They're up to around minus-155. They did get up to around, like, Minus 165, and I guess he dipped a little bit, maybe 10 cents with Knight instead of Bobrovsky. But uh, let's go Spencer Knight, who was a big BC star goalie. Uh, But I'm on Florida here, guys. There's still uh, a match here, home favorite off a win, opponent off a loss. As you know, 76% this year. You also look at these home favorites with a line move in their favor, 71%. Favorite off a win, 68%. Uh, and this is um, Florida spot that they've done very well in, 21-3 and three at home. 28-10 and 10 is a favorite. Uh, and VGK is playing their third game in four days. So they may get Patcher back. back, uh, but you're actually um, uh, kind of in a spot here where you're still down a few guys. And I'm liking Florida at home, 4.1 goals a game versus only 3.5. So give me Florida uh, laying around a minus 155. Uh, next play for me, guys. I'm going to go St. Louis. Let's go St. Louis here. I'm um, on St. Louis at home. This is a rematch. They lost 7-1 to Calgary uh, a couple days ago. We were on Calgary in that spot. But I like St. Louis to bounce back here. Uh, St. Louis opened around a minus-130 favorite at home. They've been seamed up to around minus-140. Uh, St. Louis has been great at home, 16-4, 17-7 as a favorite. Uh, Daniel Vladar, the backup, is I think he's going to be in for Calgary versus Huso, who's been actually really good for St. Louis. But this is a rest-first tired spot. Uh, You have Calgary on the second leg of a back-to-back. They cashed for us last night. Uh, But then you have a rested St. Louis team, again, who's been great at home, 16-4 at home. So I'm on this line move toward St. Louis. Uh, Again, home favorite 66%. uh, Conference home favorite 68%. I think you're going to get a good effort out of St. Louis because they're going to want to enact some revenge here after losing 7-1 a few days ago. So give me St. Louis uh, around a minus 140. Uh, Next play for me. Uh, got another puck line for you. Pittsburgh Penguins on the puck line. Uh, Penguins are at home against Seattle. They open around a minus 300 favorite. They've been steamed up all the way to around minus 320, minus 330. This line is, is pretty much climbing as we speak. Uh, but on the conventional money line, a lot of matches. Another home fave off a win, opponent off a loss system. Uh, home faves 200 or more off a win, 82%. Home fave with a line move, 71%. But similar to that huge Tampa Bay number. Uh, the juice isn't worth the squeeze too much. You're, you know, you're, you're losing a unit if you lose. If you're winning, you're only getting, you know, less than a third of a unit. So to me, let's flip it to a puck line minus one and a half at minus one thirty-five for the Pens. Uh, Pittsburgh twenty-nine is a favorite 13, 5, and two at home. Seattle seven and twenty-one is a dog four-eleven and two on the road. And Pittsburgh really, if you look at the stats here, guys, got the edge in both offense and defense. Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh is averaging three point five goals a game, only two point seven. Uh, for Seattle, and then Pittsburgh's only giving up 2.6 a game versus 3.6 for Seattle. So give me the puck line there, and again, I'll take whatever we can do for a win, but uh, don't make me sweat there for an empty net goal. Let's win 5-1. Uh, to one. How about that? No sweat. Next play for me, New York Rangers. Now, I admit this line did dip a little bit. Rangers open around minus 200 on the road. Uh, they're down to around minus 185, so it looks like maybe Columbus did take in some money. But I think that was because it looks like they're going to play Georgie Evan goal, uh, not Shesterkin. But this would match um, fave off a win, 68%. Uh, road fave, minus 175 or more, 50 and 12, 81%. And then our, our latest system we uh, created here both teams missed the playoffs last year take the favorite 96 and 45 68 percent, and the rangers here guys 18 and 4 is a favorite 15 8 and 2 on the road columbus 11 and 20 as a dog uh, and this is a rested rangers team last played the 24th versus cbj who's on the second leg of a back-to-back uh who we bet against last night uh in cashed with calgary so give me the rangers uh laying around a minus 185 and then last play of the night guys i know we bet a lot of favorites here uh, but I actually have kind of a dog. Uh, I'm going Nashville as a dog tonight, guys. They're on the road at Edmonton. Uh, they've had a good move in their favor. A lot of these books open around Edmonton, minus 120. Very short favorite at home. The line's now down to minus 110. So this line is falling toward Nashville, open around plus 110. Now you're getting pretty much any plus money you can, plus 101 here. I got down on Nashville, plus 101. Uh, they're 13-9 and nine as a dog. They're 14-7-3 and three on the road. Uh, and they're both um, scoring about 3.2 goals a game. But, really, it's noticeable with Edmonton, their defense. Uh, Nashville's only given up 2.7 goals a game versus 3.4 for for Edmonton. So, again, it's not a great system match for me. We lean on a lot of these home favorites. But this is a value play. You're getting a really good Nashville team on a short number with a line move in their favor against an Edmonton team that uh, typically springs some leaks here defensively. So, give me Nashville Predators. It would be nice to uh, get a little plus money there, plus 101, whatever you can find. So, eight plays in the NHL for me, guys. Carolina. Minus 230 on the money line. New York Islanders, minus 125 on the money line. Tampa Bay Lightning, puck line, minus 1.5 and and minus 140. Florida Panthers, minus 155. St. Louis, minus 140. Pittsburgh on the puck line, minus 1.5, minus 135. Rangers, minus 185. And let's see if we can get a late-night Smashville uh, around plus 101. That would be nice, guys. Uh, So there you have it. Starting off the pod here with a, an eight pack in the NHL. See if we can keep it rolling here in hockey. But we got way more to get to. Uh, we got to talk uh, one game in the NBA. There's only two games in general, but one game that caught my eye big college hoops night, 10 games overall. Uh, and continuing to tweak a little bit in college, leaning more on conventional spreads. Uh, try not to lay as much juice. But we got some good line freezes, some good unranked versus rank spots. Uh, I'm excited for a big college basketball board tonight, guys. So do not go anywhere. Going to finish up strong talking college hoops and NBA and another update here for the conference championship games in the NFL when we return on episode 504 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast with me, your buddy, your host, the guy you grind and sweat with in the arena every single day, your buddy, Josh Applebaum. Stick with us, guys. We will be right back.
2: Zumo play.
0: All
1: right, everyone. We are back at it after taking a very, very short break, guys. We started talking NHL on the pot, our eight-pack here. Uh, can we get five? Can we get six of those? Especially with some puck lines, that would be nice. Uh, looking for a bounce back. Again, 10 and 11 last night giving up 4.16 units back to the book. Uh, And again, trying to kind of maybe lean a little bit off of these big money line spots, lean more on our conventional uh, spreads, and and keep an eye out. We'll get back to some totals here, uh, but we're trying to find uh, our groove in college basketball a little bit up and down. But uh, let's talk some college hoops because I uh, see a really good slate tonight. So there's a few games in in particular that caught my eye with some really good unranked versus ranked opportunities. So first one on the board for me, guys, uh, I'm going to go Arkansas State. Arkansas State is on the road against Appalachian State, which jumped out to me, kind of a low-bet game, but a good line move here toward Arkansas State. App State opened as a a 4.5-point favorite at home, uh, despite kind of a a public bet here on App State. We've seen the line actually fall toward Arkansas, plus 4.5 down to plus 3.5. So uh, sticking to our conventional spread here, I took the plus 3.5 with Arkansas State. Kent Palm has them losing by 3, so maybe that hook could end up being crucial here. Uh, Our our buddy Greg Hoops actually has uh, Arkansas State Uh, favored by – or I think he's actually got a a one-and-a-half spread with Appalachian State, but his number is kind of within this uh, this spread here. And these teams are kind of equal, 179 – for Arc State, 171 for App State. But I'm really banking on Arkansas State, their offense, to kind of keep us in this game. Uh, can we win outright? That'd be nice, but can we just lose by three or less? Arkansas State, 75 points a game, only 67 for App. And a better shooting team, 47% from the field versus only 42% from the field. So conventional spread here, guys. Kind of a blueprint play. Road conference dog with a line move in your favor, plus 4.5 to plus 3.5. Give me Arkansas State, plus 3.5. Next play for me. Going Marshall here, guys. Uh, this is kind of a fishy number. Uh, again, didn't come through with LaSalle in this spot last night. Uh, if you watch that game, they were just brutal here. But uh, I like Marshall here. Uh, Marshall is only seven and twelve. Middle Tennessee State is twelve and six. So if Middle Tennessee State is the better record, and they're actually twelve three and one against the spread. So anyone who's bet them is cash this year. Then why did Marshall open? As a one-point favorite and become even more of a favorite at minus two and a half, you're seeing a sharp reverse line move toward the thundering herd minus one to minus two and a half. Even though big majority of bets are on Middle Tennessee State, why uh, is a seven and twelve team favorite over a twelve and six team? Uh, also, this is going to be a heck of a sweat. Marshall's lost nine straight, so uh, we might have to dust off that old hazmat suit. But this is a fishy number for me. Ken Palm's got him losing by one. But I like that uh, Greg Hoops actually has Marshall favored by three and a half. This would also be a bad ATS versus good ATS play. Uh, Marshall, only 4, 13 and one against the spread. Tennessee, uh, middle Tennessee is 12,3 and one against the spread. So if anyone's bet on middle Tennessee state, they've cashed this year. Therefore you're going to want to just play him out of principle versus Marshall. Anyone who's bet on them has lost. So you're actually buying low on a bad ATS versus good ATS. So I money line Marshall here, guys Uh, on the money line, again, short number laying two and a half. Uh, A lot of that early money was, was minus one, minus one and a half. So I got Marshall at minus minus one forty on the, on the uh, money line, a really fishy play that we're going to need maybe a couple hazmat suits with, but give me Marshall as a fishy number reverse line move here. Uh, in a uh, in a good spot, bad ATS versus good ATS. Next play for me, I'm gonna go Hofstra guys. Hofstra is on the road at College of Charleston. Uh, Hofstra open as around a one and a half point favorite. They've been bet up to minus two and a half. Uh, Ken Palm's got them winning by two. He's got them ranked much higher, one ten in the country versus one ninety for Charleston. Uh, Greg Hoops actually has Hofstra favored by two and a half. Both teams offensively seventy eight points a game. The difference comes defensively, where hofstra's only given up about seventy points a game. Versus Charleston giving up almost 80. And a better shooting team here for Hofstra. 47% from the field versus 42 for Charleston. And Hofstra, 4-2 in conference play. Charleston, 2-4 in conference play. So I like this move toward Hofstra. Really kind of a low bet game with kind of an interesting move in their favor. So it tells me wise guys maybe identified this game. So I'm on Hofstra on the money line, guys. Shop around. Uh, I got a minus 140 there with Hofstra, uh, similar to our minus 140 uh, with uh, with who was it, Marshall, uh, the play before. Uh, next one up for me, JMU. Let's go James Madison. I'm on James Madison, guys. This one jumped out to me as a big move. Uh, James Madison at home against Drexel. James Madison open only laying two. They've been seamed up to minus four. So I want to be with this sharp move toward James Madison, but I also don't want to be laying the worst of the spread. So I'm going to go money line here. Uh, on the money line, James Madison is kind of slightly in our range here, minus 180, uh, so a little bit high. Uh, but Ken Palm has them winning by two. Greg Hoops has them favored by six. Uh, and really the offense of James Madison, they're shooting 48% from the field versus 46 for Drexel. Offensively, they're averaging almost 80 a game, only around 75 for Drexel. And then James Madison, this is a good home road split. JMU is 8-2 and two at home. Drexel's 2-4 on the road. So I want to be with that move with James Madison. I'm on James Madison money line, minus 180. Next play for me, a really sharp dog-to-fave line move. Uh, Wisconsin-Milwaukee against Robert Morris. I'm going to go Wisconsin-Milwaukee, guys. Both these teams struggling, 7-13 for Wisconsin-Milwaukee. Robert Morris, Robbie Moe, 3-16. They've lost a bunch of games in a row, so it's kind of a fade Robbie Moe. This isn't that I love Wisconsin. It's that I really want to bet against uh, Robbie Moe here. Uh, But wisconsin Milwaukee, dog-to-fave line move. They actually opened getting a point. Now they flip to a minus 1.5 favorite on the road. Ken Palm's got them losing by one. So, again, this isn't a Ken Palm edge, uh, but the line is going in their favor. They're ranked much higher, 280 versus 316. Greg Hoops actually has Wisconsin favored by two. So you can tell Greg's model is good. I always want to mention this, give him the credit he deserves. This game opened, Robert Morris minus one. And by the time it opened, Greg already tweeted out a spreadsheet, and he had Wisconsin minus two. Uh, And now the line is going toward Greg with Wisconsin. So good indication there that Greg's model is working. Uh, And this is also um, a defensive matchup here for Wisconsin. They're only giving up 70 a game versus almost 80 for Robert Morris. And on the boards, they're uh, averaging 37 rebounds a game, only 32 for Robbie Moe. So I'm a Wisconsin-Milwaukee, guys, money line here, minus 125. Now we're going to get into some banger spread plays. First one on the board for me as a banger spread play, Minnesota, guys. Give me Minnesota plus six and a half, kind of a line freeze. Uh, Ohio state is on the road at Minnesota. Ohio state uh, is ranked 16th in the country. Minnesota is unranked. So I like this unranked home dog in a conference game. Ken Palm has Ohio state winning by three. So if we're getting a six and a half, that's pretty good value there. Uh, Minnesota six and three at home, Ohio state only two and three on the road. Uh, So I'm, I'm thinking this line may get down to six. I do see some shops really juiced up plus six and a half minus half, minus one fifteen to Minnesota. So on the off chance you lose by six, you're going to want that hook. Uh, but that is a classic conference home dog, unranked first ranked kind of line freeze, maybe uh, some reverse line movement in their favor, but I'm on the uh, gophers there plus six and a half. Now my favorite play of the night, it doesn't mean you put five units on it. This is one unit, just like any other play we bet, but give me Iowa guys. Give me the Hawkeyes. I like Iowa in this spot. They're at home against Purdue. Uh, Purdue is a big public play at home. They are ranked, uh, what are they ranked? Six in the country. They're 16 and three. You got to play them. There's a sh- such a short number, especially after, um, you know, kind of seeing them at one point. I think they're number one in the country. Uh, they lost to Indiana there, kind of ticked down a few, uh, few pegs. Uh, but this is kind of a classic play for me. Everybody on Purdue ranked better uh, record, but Purdue open only a three point favorite at home, and they're down to two. So why is this line falling toward Iowa when everyone's betting Purdue as the ranked team with a better record? Uh, I smell a rat here. Classic reverse line movement. If you look up RLM in the dictionary, the sports betting dictionary, you're going to see a picture of this number here with Iowa. M- remember, reverse line movement is when a uh, majority of bets are on team A, yet the line goes to team B. So if everyone's betting Purdue tonight and they open minus three, why aren't they up to minus four, minus five? The line is actually falling. It tells me smart money, even though the public's not on Iowa, looks like smart money is on Iowa. So I jumped on Iowa plus two. Ken Palm's got him losing by one. We're unranked versus ranked home dog conference spot. Uh, also, Iowa, really good at home. 11-1 at home. Purdue is only 2-2 two and two on the road. Classic contrarian reverse line move. Give me the Hawkeyes plus two, baby. Uh, a couple more here. Uh, more spreads for us. St. Mary's. Let's go St. Mary's. I'm on St. Mary's. This is kind of a very similar spot uh, to almost a flip, um, kind of as a road team with a road conference dog reverse line move in your favor. So the, I, the spot on Iowa at home is kind of the same as St. Mary's on the road here. St. Mary's is at San Fran. Everybody's betting San Fran here, but San Francisco open laying three and a half. The line is down to two and a half. So even though majority bets on San Fran, again, it's going to be a late night sweat here, 10 o'clock game, line is falling towards St. Mary's, plus three and a half, down to plus two and a half. Ken Palm has St. Mary's losing by one. So if we're getting two and a half, even though we missed three and a half or three, we're still getting good value here. I think this thing may even get down to two based on the juice. I'm going to bank on St. Mary's defense. They're only giving up 58 points a game versus 65 for San Fran. So I'm on St. Mary's plus two and a half. Uh, Another sharp line freeze here, guys. Uh, Really contrarian play. You're gonna need a hazmat suit for this one. Santa Clara. Give me Santa Clara plus three. They're at home against BYU. Everybody and their mother is on BYU. Uh, Better record, 17 and four. Santa Clara 12 and seven. Uh, But despite you know almost 80 percent of bets on BYU, BYU open laying three and they've stayed three. And actually, the juice is on Santa Clara plus three minus one fifteen at some shops. Like it may get down to two and a half. So I smell a rat here. Uh, give me a uh, Santa Clara play, a contrarian line freeze that may turn into a reverse line move. Ken Palm has this right on three. Um, so it's not a huge edge here, but I grabbed the three with Santa Clara. Santa Clara is nine and three at home and their field goal percentage, much better. 49% from the field versus 45 for BYU. So I'm on Santa Clara plus three, baby. And then little, another late night sweat. I'm on Washington at home against Colorado. This is another, again, uh, reverse line move slash kind of line freeze. In uh, a fishy number here that's really lopsided. Everybody and their mother is on Colorado. They're 13 and six. You know, Washington's nine and eight. Uh, so, how do you not take that better team, 13 and six, especially when Washington uh, just lost by, well, they lose by like 30 um, to Oregon's, to uh, the Ducks there, Oregon, when they were only 11 point dog. So, public remembers that. They're going to want to bet against Washington. They feel like Colorado is a better team laying a short number. But I ask you this Colorado open laying two and a half on the road. They've stayed two and a half, even though everybody's in their favor. So this looks like a line freeze to me where public is, uh, is all over Colorado, but books will not adjust it up. They're actually more worried here on the Washington play at home. Again, Ken Palm's got him losing by three. So two and a half, you're really not getting an edge there, but, uh, our buddy Greg hoops only has them losing by one and a half. So Greg's a little more bullish on Washington. So I took Washington plus two and a half guys. So plays in the, uh, in the, uh, I was almost going to call it the association, uh, the collegiate association, uh, Washington plus two and a half, Santa Clara plus three, St. Mary's plus two and a half, Iowa plus two, Minnesota plus six and a half, Wisconsin, Milwaukee, money line minus 125, JMU money line minus 180, Hofstra money line minus 140, Marshall money line minus 140, and then Arkansas State on the spread plus three and a half. Uh, only one game in the NBA, guys. Uh, we're looking at the Lakers and the 76ers. I've seen pretty much liability all on the Sixers here, guys. Uh, they open at home, laying two and a half. A lot of these books are juiced up minus two and a half, like it may go to minus three. I even saw one book open like two, up to two and a half. This is a split down the middle. Public doesn't know what to do. They love what they've been seeing out of, um, by the way, uh, Joel Embiid, anyone who plays uh, DFS or prop bets. I mean, if you take the over with Embiid, the guy's ridiculous recently. He's now the the co-favorite there to win MVP. Uh, But I like Philly on the money line here. Uh, I money line Philly minus 140. Again, if, if everything is equal, 50-50 down the middle, Lakers, Sixers, uh, in terms of spread bets, then why is the juice all moving toward Philly? It tells me that the books are really kind of leaning Philly uh, in terms of their liability here. Uh, and you also look at uh, kind of the stats. They actually favor Philly in this spot. Offensively, Philly is ninth in efficiency. Lakers are 22nd. Defensively, Philly is 13th. Lakers are 15th. So they have the checkmark, both, both offense and defense, and Philly, eleven and ten at home. They haven't been great at home, but Lakers nine and twelve on the road. So this is kind of a you know even, but line shouldn't move at all. But juice is actually toward Philly. Give me Philly at home, getting it done, uh, minus one forty on the money line. I told you I had some updates here in the divisional round, and actually uh, wanted to add some prop bets. Believe it or not, uh, you know I'm not a big prop bet guy, but a couple of these are kind of hard to ignore. Uh, so just some updates for the numbers themselves. We're seeing today some money hit that Rams under. Uh, I threw it at Michael Lombardi. He actually really liked the under here. You're not getting the best of it, but the total open at 47. Public's on the over, but it's down to 46. And today it dropped to 45 and a half at some shops. So further movement toward this under. Uh, unders are 6-4 in the playoffs this year. Now in this round, you actually see overs do very well. They're 22-11 since 2003, 67%. Uh, but kind of makes sense here. Uh, you have some familiarity in a divisional match. San Francisco's 2-0 and oh to the under in the playoffs. Pace of play. Uh, I did some research here. San Francisco is the 26th slowest team in terms of plays per game. The Rams are 18th. So that would be um, some more evidence for maybe a low scoring game. Uh, And then also um, you're kind of just seeing a classic reverse line move public over yet line is falling. I'm kind of leaning under there and I'll be honest, guys, I'm thinking about maybe a teaser where just to give us some more wiggle room. If you teased up that San Fran total. Uh, you take it from, what is it? Uh, 46 now to uh, 52. Uh, there's some 45 and a halfs out there, but if you get 46 up to 52, give yourself more wiggle room, take the under. And guys, I know it's kind of square, but it may just be sharp and square, uh, both pro and Joe. I look at taking that Bengals Cincy total, taking it down a bit and then taking the over. So if you could take 54 and a half down to 48 and a half, go over 48 and a half. I'm kind of leaning there on a teaser play. Um, and we are kind of still seeing not much movement. You know, here, San Fran still being juiced up, plus three and a half. Uh, and then Cincy and KC. If you're waiting for the hook like me on Cincinnati, I think it's coming pretty soon because all these books over the last 24 hours have moved further juice toward Kansas City. So it's minus seven, minus 115, minus 120. I think the hook is going to pop up soon. So if you like Kansas City, um, you know, the seven's probably your best number. If you wanted to tease them, Seven down to one. I totally get that as well. We have seen historically, you know, these AFC, AFC, NFC championship home favorites are 22 and eight straight up, 73% uh, over the last uh, almost 20 years here at this point. So that could be worth a look as well. Uh, But I am going to hold out for Cincy plus seven and a half. Uh, and again, I'm looking at um, taking that sharp money under San Fran, but let's tease them up, get some more wiggle room, and kind of that sharp money over looks very similar bet-wise, uh, line movement and percentage-wise as the over in that Bills game that sailed over. And again, remember this was a uh, 34, what was it 34-31 game or since he won back in week 17, it was I think. Um, so I'd be looking at teasing that total down and taking the over. And I want to just throw out some props at you guys. We got some really good data uh, at BetMGM in terms of three in particular props that caught my eye. Uh, Joe Burrow, over passing yards, over 286 passing yards. I like the over here. 94% of bets, 98% of money is on the over. in that Week 17 game against Kansas City, he threw for 446 yards. Uh, and I think also your angle here may be, uh, since he's a 7-point dog, maybe a 7.5-point dog, they could be down they, where they have to throw the ball and maybe uh, keep you know catching up here or keeping pace or backdoor covering. Uh, so I think that's an angle as well as just a really high total expecting a lot of points, therefore moving the ball up and down the field. So I like that burrow over 286 passing yards. And I like the Jamar chase over Jamar chase total uh, receiving yards open at 82 and a half. You're not getting the best of it, but a lot of money to that over it's now 87 and a half MGM. Ninety-six percent of bets and dollars are on the over. Uh, Eleven catches for two hundred and sixty-six yards and three touchdowns for Jamar Chase in that Week Seventeen win over Kansas City. So, uh, how does he not get eighty-eight in this game? I like that over as well. And then, if you're looking for an under, Jimmy G under passing yards open two thirty-four and a half. It's down to two thirty-three and a half. Ninety-seven percent of bets. Ninety-six percent of money is on this under. Jimmy G threw for one seventy-two against Dallas. One thirty-one against Green Bay. And the two matchups against the Rams this year, he threw for 182, and then in that game where they won in overtime, he threw for 316. So he did go over there. Uh, but I'd be looking at the Jimmy G under 233 and a half, running the ball, tune up the clock, lower scoring game. Sharp money's leaning under here. So those are just three props to consider: Chase over 87 and a half receiving yards, Burrow over 286 passing yards, and Jimmy G under uh, 233 and a half passing yards as well. And remember, I gave you all those props from uh, BetMGM, but shop around props um you know basically the market you want to have multiple outs shop for the best line different numbers out there but props you see even bigger discrepancies sometimes like uh this I don't have this as a fact but like you know burrow might be 286 at Betmgm. But maybe he's 284 at another shop, or maybe another shop is juicing, is you know shading him all the way to 290. You see discrepancies if you bet props. Really important to have multiple outs. Uh, so shop around. You might find better numbers here. But I am leaning Burrow over 286, Chase over 87 and a half, and Jimmy G under uh, 233 and uh, a half. So there you have it, guys. Another day, another dollar grinding in the arena. Um, uh, remember, as always, if you enjoy the pod, if it's become a staple of your day. Uh, If you enjoy tuning in and kind of pulling up a chair to the virtual bar, talking sharp contrarian plays, Uh, if you've been uh, becoming a puckhead here uh, as we continue to grind and and eke out a profit, it feels like every day in the NHL. I don't want to jinx it, but it's been great for us. I know uh, college hoops and NBA has been erratic here, but uh, if if hockey's helped you or the pot has helped you or, hey, you're thinking more based on, you know, analytics and data and taking your bias out of it, you want to make my day, let me know you appreciate the hard work I put in grinding the uh, sometimes unpopular contrarian philosophy, but I know long-term it's the winning philosophy. There's one thing I ask of you. Buy my book. Pick up a copy of the Everything Guide to Sports Betting. You can go to Barnes & Noble or just make it easy on yourself. Make Bezos do the work. Go to Amazon.com. Uh, Bezos will, uh, I don't know, drop a rocket or a, uh, you know, hopefully not a rocket, a, a drone uh, on your front porch here. But the Everything Guide to Sports Betting. It's my book. It's got everything I've learned in the industry, working day, you know, day in and day out, every single day grinding for over a decade at this point. Uh, How lines are set, why they move, sports betting glossary of terms, uh, how to read line movement, how to locate sharp action, how to locate um, how to go uh, contrarian, how to locate reverse line movement and line freezes and steam moves, how to place a bet in person or online, how to set up a bankroll management plan, how to shop for the best line. Major chapters for all the major sports all included in my book, The Everything Guide to Sports Betting and a long chapter on why you should avoid uh, why you should avoid parlays, why you should avoid especially same game parlays. When I wrote the book in 2018, same, same game parlays weren't a thing. Why do you think everyone's tweeting about it in terms of these uh, sports books? Because they make a killing. You shouldn't bet parlays because uh, they're a huge benefit hold percentage-wise to the house. Uh, But then if you make it even harder on yourself parlaying things in the same game, even more volatility. There's a reason why same-game parlays are becoming a thing because they make the books a lot of money. The whole percentage is ridiculous. So uh, great, uh, you know, or not a great, but I think it's pretty good. Anyway, a chapter of mine on why you should avoid parlays. And now, add avoiding same-game parlays. But anyway, guys, whether I see you at the Borgata in Atlantic City, Twin River in Rhode Island, the Brook in New Hampshire, Foxwoods in Mohegan Sun in Connecticut, if I see you virtually, At the new massive market there with online betting uh, in the great state of New York. Uh, Hopefully coming up soon here with Minnesota uh, legalized betting, which is uh, right around the corner here. uh, As well as uh, a couple other states that hopefully are are on the list here. Uh, Or out in the desert at the true uh, spot where the grinders get down. The South Point, uh, where Billy Walter sends his number on us. Where the lowest juice possible is found. Where one of the VEASAN studios is located. Or at Circa, the sparkling new Circa, uh, sipping pina coladas by the pool. Sweating Sharp Contrarian plays at Stadium Swim or indoors uh, in front of the big screen, getting a victory burger, wherever it may be. Uh, don't flash me too much in college basketball night. That was brutal. We did get George Mason, Oklahoma State, or no, George Mason, Seattle, Tulane, South Carolina, Charlotte, uh, but some of those other ones, uh, brutal here. So I'm trying to bounce back college today. But, hey, I'll take a 2-1 in uh, the NBA. Phoenix, by low on the money line. Uh, Memphis on the money line. And then, of course, another good night in hockey, uh, flashed me a a Leafs ticket, a Calgary Flames ticket, and uh, a Colorado ticket, even though it sunk my Bruins uh, fan tax. Anyone know what fan tax is? It's basically a way to kind of make yourself feel better if you lose a bet. That's kind of the way I look at it. But I'm a Bruins fan, but I bet against them. So fan tax means no matter what happens, I take a silver lining. Either my team wins or my bet wins. So, again, fan tax, uh, always comes to mind, and I got it last night. So uh, what are you going to do? But anyway, guys, have a great, 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 great Thursday. Uh, if you're around, tune into to uh, Betting Cross America, 3 to 4 p.m. Eastern time. Me and Pritch will be breaking down all the lines here. I think, do we have Gamble and Lou today? Let me double check. I got to double check this, guys. Is it Gamble and Lou Day? Who is it? Yes, it's Gamble and Lou Day. So tune in for some uh, conversation for NFL playoffs as well as uh, a couple of gambling new biting plays. Uh should be a lot of fun. But anyway, guys, my parting words as always stay sharp, stay contrarian, bet against the public, place yourself on the side of the house, always be with the smart money, never against it. Will smart money win every time? Nope, there's no such thing as a locker guarantee. Sports betting is hard if no one ever told you this. Uh, we got to beat really, really tough, sharp lines that the odds makers set. We got to overcome the juice. We got to overcome luck and randomness. And we got to be smart, make good decisions, and grind long term. But if we can consistently find that sweet spot, where we are simultaneously against the public who more often than not loses with the house who always wins with the pros who win more a majority of the time and beat the closing line in uh, flat bet, no parlays. That's how we're going to profit long-term guys. So good luck. Enjoy your, uh, enjoy your Thursday guys the state that I was thinking of was Louisiana. Louisiana goes live on Friday as we talked about on yesterday's pod. So uh, pretty close here, guys. But have a great Thursday. Uh, And, of course, uh, keep grinding, guys. Hope you enjoy uh, the sweats. We'll be back at it tomorrow for Fade the Public Friday. So good luck, everyone. Have a great Thursday.
2: Zumo Play.